0: This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast.
1: All right, thanks, Jess. Welcome, everybody. It is a Minor Detail Podcast. It is Friday, March 26th. Hope everybody is ready for the weekend. Uh, I am very excited about my weekend. I am uh, talking to you right now from... Beautiful Miami, Oklahoma. Beautiful city up on Grand Lake, where tomorrow I will take on a new challenge. I will be the new football play by play voice of the NEO AM Golden Norsemen, and they get their season underway tomorrow, right here in Miami at Red Robertson Field, taking on Trinity Valley. It's been 12 years since this great football program has had uh, a radio broadcast. And I'm very excited about uh, helping to bring that back. So tomorrow afternoon at 2.30, we'll kick it off right here in Miami. They're playing in the spring because COVID wiped out their fall schedule. So it's an eight-game schedule starting uh, here tomorrow at 2.30. And uh, I'll be doing the games both here in Miami and uh, the three road games. So excited about this opportunity. I'm a big uh, sports guy and uh, doing play by play is something I really enjoy. So I'm really, really uh, looking forward to this. And again, we'll get it underway tomorrow up here in Miami, where I am now. So, today on the podcast, uh, I want you to uh, hear from a guy. It's very excited about this. Dr. Kyle Stafford is the new president at NEO AM. He uh, has been here since January of 2020, got here right before the pandemic. And we are going to talk to him today about. Not only any OANM, which is a great place if you're still thinking about where your kids might go. A great two-year education to get you started is fantastic. Uh, I did that. I went the two-year route, got my associate's degree, and then went on and got my bachelor's. Uh, A lot of times it's uh, a great way for uh, kids to get started. Or maybe you're someone that's already out of school, but you want to get back in the workforce, maybe get a new career. You can do that great with community college education. And we'll talk to Dr. Stafford about that today. Now, don't forget, tomorrow, we'll have an episode of The Spinning Class. I'm very excited about this. We'll drop it at noon tomorrow. And it's going to be one-hit wonders. Great songs that were the only hits by these groups. And we'll do that tomorrow on The Spinning Class. But first, let's get into today's podcast. I'm excited for you to hear from this guy. Dr. Kyle Stafford is the president of NEO A&M here in Miami. And we welcome him to the podcast today. And first of all, welcome to the podcast. Dr. Stafford, uh, tell us about your background.
0: Absolutely. I started here in January of 2020, and uh, unbeknownst to anybody at that point in time, we knew what was going to happen uh, in, in March. And so I uh, came from Durant, Oklahoma, worked at Southeastern Oklahoma State University for over 20 years in various uh, uh, capacities and enrollment and also in a fundraising background, and uh, have uh, been here for, gosh, feels like about five years, but it's only been about uh, 15 months. And so been uh, made the transition to Miami, Oklahoma, and uh, really enjoying uh, what we have here at NEO, our community, and uh, 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 so glad to be a part of it. My wife uh, made the transition after the school year ended last year, and she's a kindergarten teacher here at uh, Wilson Early Childhood Elementary. uh, We also had to wait till our Daughter graduated for the family uh, high school for, for the daughter to graduate high school to move up here last summer, and she's a freshman in college. And uh, we left behind another daughter back there in Durant with our first grandbaby. And so uh, that's probably been the most difficult part of it being three and a half hours away from your grandchild. But uh, you know what? Uh, we're surrounded by great people who uh, in this community that love NEO, and uh, glad to be th- uh, the leader.
1: So you're an Okie at heart, so you know the tradition. Uh, of this college. You knew a lot about it. I want to jump into this first and uh, kind of give everybody an idea. You can tell us what made this an attractive uh, step for you.
0: I actually attended Boy State here in the early 90s. Uh, That's a high school uh, program for uh, high school boys, young men, and uh, I think right before their senior year. And so that was my first experience to NEO. I actually went to the bookstore uh, while I was here for Boy State and bought me an NEO cap and work for the rest uh, for the next year uh, uh, regularly and uh, after that i uh, went off went off to college and uh, you know really uh, about uh, 12 years ago i believe dr jeff hell became the president up here dr hell was one of my bosses at southeastern and so really started uh, staying in touch with what was going on up here and uh, when i uh, heard about the improvements and the things that go on at this college it's totally different than any junior college in the state of oklahoma uh, I uh, started paying attention, more attention, and then uh, knew that the job was going to be coming open, and made a couple of visits up here, talked to a few folks, and and uh, back. Uh, most people don't also don't know that I refereed college basketball back in the day, and so I've been on basically every uh, two-year school in the state of Oklahoma refereeing. And
1: okay, I got to ask you, who's a better referee, you or Kelly Self?
0: Well, I have uh, refereed a a lot of basketball games with Kelly, and Kelly was one of my mentors. (laughs) And I like to say the good referees get out, and the bad ones are still calling. Uh, But no, I'd really have to say Kelly, uh, you know, I've seen him call a couple of Sweet Six teams uh, in in the NCAA tournament. Kelly's done a great job and uh, has been a very helpful uh, mentor uh, for me in my career.
1: For those who don't know, uh, you guys are from the same area down there. Uh, Kelly, a southeastern Oklahoma guy as well. Okay, I want to go back to the pandemic. And you, you came in in January, March rolled around. When was the first time that you've had to say, all right, we're going to have to jump into uh, emergency mode here and do something at the campus?
0: We began conversations in early March, and I remember Friday the 13th very well. Uh, that's the declaration, I believe, for federal government. Uh, we began, uh, well, we began conversations about it prior to that day, but I think that's when it hit full speed ahead as it relates to where are we going to go going forward. We began those conversations. That was the Friday before spring break, and I can tell you our leadership team met uh, every day that next week, talking about what are we going to do for the safety of our campus community. Obviously, we made adjustments. We uh, prolonged, I guess you could say, our, our spring break for another week uh, so that we could transition to the online format. And I would call it remote learning, not online learning, because we uh, really, our, our faculty did a great job adapting to try to finish out the year.
1: I want to talk, too, about now the future, because I know you're kind of finally starting to get yourself going here. We are rounding the corner, we think, from this pandemic. And one of the things we want to stress is you guys have started vaccinating your students.
0: Uh, We have vaccinated our students. In fact, this past week, uh, we uh, completed the second vaccination for all of our faculty and staff. Everybody has acted uh, uh, and has done a great job to get us to this point. And so vaccinations are a part of that.
1: I want to ask you this now. We know that a college cannot operate simply off of tuition and fees. It takes funds. It takes foundation money. It takes alums. Uh, What kind of financial footing do you feel like you guys uh, are in here for the next decade or so?
0: That's a great question. So enrollment uh, we believe that uh, we've seen a slide in enrollment over the last three or four years. and so the number one priority for us is to help stabilize enrollment. And uh, that's been very difficult this past year because of the pandemic because our, our traditional recruitment methods of going out to high schools uh, and interacting with those students and getting on the campus has a little bit been a little bit more difficult this year. So stabilizing enrollment's the number one priority for us. We're trying to get students on campus again, uh, Miami, oklahoma is a a, a decent ways from most of oklahoma and so and if you've heard of Miami, typically the the comment that i've heard is they're going through it on vacation and so we've got to figure out how to get them on campus to help see campus see the facilities that we have to have that we offer but more importantly interact with our great outstanding faculty and staff because i think that's what sets us apart
1: it seems like community colleges now is where people are kind of moving towards because they can find that associate's degree can get them right into the workforce.
0: Yeah. And we, uh, we, do, we do a great job with workforce courses programs that we have here, but we also uh, prepare the students for the, uh, the regional or comprehensive universities as well. Uh, you know, if you talk about some of our, our programs, allied health and nursing are a couple of workforce uh, programs in our allied health program, our medical lab technicians, uh, MLT program here, we have a, physis- a physical therapy assistant program. And of course, nursing uh, is a huge program. And those are workforce ready programs and students graduate, get jobs, have great uh, success rates on uh, their their board exams and then ultimately getting a job. And so we do a great job with our workforce. And then a lot of students just want that four-year college experience but don't want to go to that large institution. So we have approximately 1,800 students with 700, approximately 700 living on campus. And so uh, that creates a, a great, Uh, campus life uh, environment and atmosphere and so students that want to come and experience that and and get their basics out of the way and then head on to the four-year institutions and we do a great job not only getting on to oklahoma institutions but we're kind of up here in the four-state region where uh, you have proximity to arkansas missouri and kansas what we do is serve this region but also uh, uh, across the state of oklahoma with some of our other outstanding programs agriculture i don't sure if you. You looked us up yet and, uh, and got all this information about ag, but uh, I can tell you right now, we have ag students from Georgia, Illinois, Iowa, and Oregon on campus right now. So it's, uh, it's amazing uh, what this school uh, uh, pulls in from across the country.
1: And I think it's amazing. Uh, I, I spent my first two years of college at Connors State, and I can tell you, livestock judging is a, a big, it's a sport, and uh, very strong at
0: NEO in that as well. Absolutely. Uh, they do a great job. I went. You, you mentioned Connor State. Uh, due to the pandemic, some of the national shows that we historically attend got canceled this year. So um, Connor State was uh, very helpful in creating a livestock judging contest there. And so I was there in October to see our students participate. Um, and uh, we, we've got a great group, hardworking group, and uh, looking forward to the future with our livestock program
1: course, so I go all the way back to a guy I know that you probably know, old pal Jerry McPeak, who uh, served oh, yeah. in the state legislature and ran that program there at Connors forever.
0: Absolutely. Uh, uh, Representative McPeak is a legend in uh, and, and both the House and as a livestock judging coach, for sure.
1: Okay, uh, one final question. I'll let you get out of here. Uh, let's look at uh, what you may have on the table. Are there plans that you would like to see happen over the next couple of three years as far as maybe – Construction. uh, Where do we go from here?
0: Well, I think right now we've we've been blessed with lots of improvements on campus the last couple years. I don't see the our ability to go build immediately. I think right now we're in the maintain mode. Uh, We've got two new residential halls that have been built in the last couple years. We've got some older what we call traditional dorms that we're looking at as far as retro uh, uh, things that need to be done there, and of course classroom environments as well. So. You know, for as far as outlook on capital outlay, I don't see that being a lot other than doing tweaks here and there, uh, re- reutilization of uh, space. You know, one of the things that we really want to do, student success is an important part of what we do at Community College. And so uh, we're uh, in the process of basically repurposing uh, space on campus to kind of create a one-stop shop as it relates to student success. And when I mean uh, student success, I'm talking about the ability to meet with an academic advisor to talk, to utilize tutoring, and all be in one location. So we don't want roadblocks. We want to eliminate roadblocks for students that come to school here because we believe that a roadblock could be the roadblock that sends them home. And so we've got to be cognizant of where those stop roadblocks and those stop signs are to help keep them focused and help them support them through their academic endeavors here at NEO. And so really trying to figure out how do we serve our students best is our number one priority. We believe that uh, taking this approach will help us with some of our retention efforts and ultimately get these students to uh, where they want to be, to be successful uh, citizens beyond uh, their time here at NEO.
1: That's Dr. Kyle Stafford. He is the president of NEO a here in Miami, Oklahoma. And again, I'm very proud to be part of this uh, college now as their play-by-play broadcaster for their football program. And again, that gets underway tomorrow, 2.30 30. Uh, taking on Trinity Valley first game of an eight game schedule. And I'm looking forward to it uh, here in Miami tomorrow. Well, that's going to wrap up the podcast today. Hope you enjoyed hearing from the president of NEO a again, a great place. If you're thinking about looking into it, maybe for your kids that are uh, seniors this year, don't really know what they want to do. Community college is a great way to do that. Again, again, Great living quarters here. 700 students on campus. It's a beautiful place, and like he said, it's unlike any other junior college in the state. It's a great place. That's going to wrap up the podcast today. I hope you have yourself a great Friday. Remember, tomorrow we drop an episode of The Spinning Class. We'll have that at noon tomorrow. It's one-hit wonders tomorrow in The Spinning Class. I think you'll like it. I'll see you tomorrow for a minor-detailed podcast. Jess, tell them where they can find us.
0: Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments? Email us minor detail podcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast. Copyright 2020. The Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.